0: Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Skincare Made Simple. I am your host, Ella Elston. I'm a licensed esthetician turned stay-at-home mama, so I've left the spa and now take clients virtually, host rooms on the social app Clubhouse, post a whole lot on Instagram and TikTok, and now do a skincare podcast so we can make skincare simple again. There are so many tips and tricks and bits of advice out there that it makes it hard to know which one will be right for your skin. So let's get back to the basics and make healthy, clear, radiant skin accessible to everyone. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Skincare Made Simple. So we did not have an episode last week, and that is simply because that time of the month hit and it hit hard, but conveniently, that ties into what we're talking about today. So if you have a uterus, then you know that we go through a monthly cycle But did you know that monthly cycle actually controls what is happening in your life, whether you realize it or not? And it has a lot to do with your skin as well. So I am not a hormone expert, and I am someone who is currently on a hormone rebalancing journey myself. So I would like to share a little bit about that with you and share a little bit about how you can predict what's going to happen with your skin, how you can get on top of those hormonal breakouts before they emerge, and a few other things as well. So today we're going to be taking a deeper dive into your hormones and your skin. Now to get started, let's just go over a little bit about the monthly cycle. So, on average, your monthly cycle is about 28 days. And these 28 days are broken up into four phases. So, the first day of your cycle is actually the first day of your period. So, a lot of people think that your period is the ending of your cycle when it's actually the beginning. So day one is the first day of your period and that is called your menstrual phase or menses as some people refer to it. And that lasts for about five days or so. Everyone's a little bit different and we'll talk about tracking it in a little bit. After your menses, it is going to move into your follicular phase. So this is where your body is going to be preparing another egg. And a little bit more is going to start to happen during this phase. And then we are going to move into your ovulatory phase. And this is where you're going to be feeling on top of the world. After your ovulatory phase, you are going to move into your luteal phase. And for most people, this is their least favorite phase. Yes, least favorite even over your actual period. So those are the four phases, and let's do a deeper dive into what each one means for your life, basically. So we're going to start with menses since that's the beginning of the phase. So we are going to start with our menstrual phase or menses because that's where our cycle starts. So when your period starts, all of your hormone levels are going to drop. Your energy is going to be low, and you're not really going to feel like doing much. You're just overall going to feel a little blah. So with that, with how that works with our skincare, we want to just take it easy with our skin. Since all of our hormone levels are low, we're talking about estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, since all of those are a bit lower... We want to just work on nurturing our skin. Your skin can feel a little more sensitive, get a little bit more red, a little more inflamed, all of that during your period. So we want to work on if you're going to do a mask one night, maybe do a more hydrating mask or a sleep mask that give your skin that extra hydration, maybe hold off on exfoliating altogether while you're on your period. Just give your skin the rest that it and the rest of your body needs. Then we're going to move into our follicular phase. And that is when our estrogen is going to start to rise. Your energy is going to start to rise. Your creativity is going to start to rise. This is going to be the time that if you want to start any habits, if you want to start any new routines, if you want to try any new skincare, now is the time to do it. So yes, you can plan out what time of the month you should try out new products based on your cycle. So your follicular phase is when you want to try those new products, you have a new line you're wanting to try. Great. The moment your period ends, start testing that out. So your follicular phase is going to last roughly from days six to 11 of your cycle. Then we're going to move into our ovulation phase. So during ovulation, your estrogen is going to peak your energy and your motivation. All of that is going to be at its highest, and that's roughly five days. So roughly day 12 to 16 of your cycle. During this time, if you wanted to plan a trip to the spa, now's a good time to do that. If you want to Continue trying out new products. It's basically continue everything from the follicular phase. Keep going into ovulation because that's really when you're going to be feeling your best. Any sort of events, if you have a big event during the month and you get to pick the date, try to plan it during your ovulation. Okay, and then after that, we are going to move into our luteal phase, which is the last phase of your cycle. So during this phase... Our progesterone is going to start to rise, which means that our sebum and our sweat production is going to start to increase. So it's also when it's often joked about that this is the time of the month that we get the urge to clean out our closet or clean out or organize something. This is when we start to reflect inwards a little bit and we're feeling maybe less social and more focused on getting things done because your body is preparing for that period or preparing to get pregnant. And after that, we are going to move into our luteal phase, which is some people's least favorite phase. It's one that is not my favorite. Uh, but that's mostly because your progesterone starts to rise during that phase. You're gonna feel a little less social. You're gonna look inwards a little bit more. It's often joked about that your luteal phase is when you get the urge to clean out your closet or just reorganize something. And it's the time that we're really gonna start to feel a bit overwhelmed, feel a little bit anxious, and our self-esteem might be a little bit lower at that time. You might start to feel a little bit more emotional, and then on top of that, having your sebum and sweat production rising you could start to see those breakouts. So a lot of women that I've talked to in my life, when we're talking about the cycle syncing and how it affects your skin and all of that, basically all of us have agreed that the two to three days before our period, those are the worst. Those are when the breakouts appear. Those are when we're starting to get all moody and we're tired and our body's aching and all of those lovely bits of having a period. What this is, is our luteal phase sort of manifesting all of these negative symptoms. Now, what you can do to get on top of this, if you know when your luteal phase is, then it will be easy for you to get on top and be like, okay, I know that I break out during my luteal phase. My sebum production is higher and I already have oily skin. So to get ahead of it, the first day of my luteal phase, I'm going to do a mud mask. I'm going to stay on top of my skincare, even though I'm going to feel less motivated to do things. I'm going to be a little more self-critical. Now is the time that I need to really stay on top of my skincare. We're not going to freak out, overdo it, overuse products, anything like that that. Because again, right after this, we're going back into menses and that is when your skin's going to be at its most sensitive. So we're not trying to overdo it during our luteal phase, but knowing that you are in your luteal phase, when your skin is going to produce more sebum, you can get ahead of it by saying, okay, I'm going to use the products proactively. Even before I see those breakouts, I am going to use products to fight my breakouts. So let's say that your normal focus with exfoliation is hyperpigmentation, so you're using a glycolic acid on your exfoliation nights. Well, during your luteal phase, let's switch it up and instead of using a glycolic acid, let's use a salicylic acid or an alzaic acid. Both of those are really good for acne. Mostly salicylic, but alzaic is nice as well if you have more sensitive skin. So what getting ahead of things is really going to help to tone down those hormonal breakouts. Now, another thing you can do is really pay attention to what food your body needs during these periods. And I'm going to touch on these briefly. I'm not a nutritionist. I am not a hormone specialist. These are things that, from listening to hormone specialists, listening to nutritionists, doing my own research, these are the things that I have discovered are better for consumption during your cycle. Now, these are going to be somewhat broad categories because there are many foods that fit in each category. But really feeding your body is going to be the best thing to do. So again, let's start with the menstrual phase. We want to start with more like comfort food. You're gonna go with more like iron rich foods, like a beef is a great option to have here. So I am not opposed to having steak for dinner every night when I'm on my period. I mean, let's be real, if I'm feeling down on myself cause I'm on my period, then let's have a bougie steak dinner every night. I am all for that. So we're gonna move into the follicular phase and that's where you wanna have your high protein. You wanna eat lots of leafy greens. Avocados are great during this time. So really focusing on those high protein salads or protein uh, smoothies or shakes or anything like that, that's really going to help your body during your follicular phase. Then we move into ovulation and at that point you want to support the liver. And honestly, a lot of research that I've done on this talks about the liver during ovulation, and I'm going to be honest, I'm not completely sure why, but you want to support the liver? It talks a lot about having broccoli and spinach. Eggs are another great thing to have during this time of your month, and going with those overall multivitamin, colorful, rich foods. So then we move into our luteal phase and during this, your metabolism actually rises and you can process carbs a little bit better. So if right before your period, you really start craving more carby foods, that would be why. So you also want to look for foods rich in vitamin C. So things like obviously citrus is a great option there. Sweet potatoes are another great option there. So during your luteal phase, if you are someone who likes sweet potatoes, opt for sweet potatoes over regular potatoes to really get that vitamin C in there and also get those carbs. So strawberries are another good one during your luteal phase, the antioxidants from them, plus strawberries are full of vitamins. So those are just a couple options for each phase of your cycle. And what you put into your body, we've talked about this a couple times already, but what you put into your body plays such a big role on your skin. And what else plays a big role on your skin is stress. And knowing when to do certain activities in your month will play such a big role in stress management. So I know that I get super stressed in my luteal phase. I get overwhelmed with trying to do more than one thing at a time. Whereas the rest of the month, I am like a pro multitasker. I'm a mom of two toddlers and do way more social media than I probably should. And I have a social life and I have an active, uh, wonderful marriage with my husband and I do all the things all the time, but in my luteal phase, I get so overwhelmed if My daughter is watching TV and my son who is one turns on one of his musical toys. He just hits a button and there's just so much overstimulation. Plus, I'm trying to do the dishes. I just I can't do it. So knowing these things, keeping track of these things. This is where journaling, if you are someone who journals is going to really play a big role in helping you. If you're not someone who journals, just be really mindful of this. And it'll take two, maybe three months to really figure out what your things are But figure out what it is that stresses you out during each phase of your cycle or things that you just don't enjoy during each phase of your cycle. Because even if it doesn't feel like it's stressing you out, or even if it's just something that it's like a little five, 10 minute moment of your day where you just get frazzled for a moment and then you're all good again, that still plays a role in the stress of your skin because it only takes a moment for your skin to release cortisol. So another thing that we can do to help fight that cortisol release that happens multiple times during the day, whether you realize it or not, is meditation. And Yes, I know meditation may not be for everyone. I was someone who put it off for such a long time. My husband got really into meditation and he would meditate for an hour, hour and a half at times, and it would blow my mind how he could just sit there for that long. And I'm still not at that level, but I have been solidly meditating, I'd say five out of seven days a week uh, for about three years now, and I do it for... 20, 30 minutes at the most, but typically I do my little 10, 15 minute sessions and that's great. But studies have shown that even just two minutes of focused breathing, just two minutes, if you have a smartwatch, if you have a timer on your phone, doesn't matter, just turn on just a two minute timer and just sit there and breathe for two minutes it releases what is called the relaxation response in your body. And what the relaxation response does is actually lowers the cortisol levels and actually lowers overall inflammation in your body, inflammation in the gut, inflammation in the skin, two minutes of focused breathing every day. Everyone can do two minutes and it doesn't matter what time of day you do it. If you can do it first thing in the morning, I promise start with just two minutes and then bump it up after a week to maybe five minutes and slowly build it up. Starting your day with a nice, simple breathing is amazing and it will completely change the tone for the rest of your day. Now, how do we find out what phase of your cycle you're in? There are a couple different ways to do this. However, what I have found to be the most accurate is just simply a basal thermometer. So your basal temperature is going to tell you exactly what phase you're in based on if your temperature is up or down. Now you don't Now you can't really do this with just any old thermometer, but a specific basal thermometer is like $10 on Amazon. Mine was, I think $11 and it was prime. I use it every morning and keep track of my temperature. This temperature will change by 0.1 to 0.5 degrees. So we're not looking for a big shift and your follicular and luteal phases will be your regular temperature. Now, when you are on your period, it will start to drop just a smidge. And when you are ovulating, it will start to rise just a smidge. And this will tell you where you are. Now, it does take two, maybe even three months of consistent use to actually figure out your full cycle. But I promise just paying attention for about two months to your body, you'll be able to tell where you are in your cycle. I can tell you right now, I've been doing this for about two months and I can tell you without my thermometer, the day that I'm ovulating, I know. I know what day I'm ovulating because of how I feel, because I feel better that day than I do any other day during the month. And I know the moment I wake up. So paying attention to your body is so incredibly important. This is something that I could very easily talk about all day, but I want to just quickly recap on what this means with your skincare and what to do with your skin in each phase. So again, that is in your menstrual phase when you are actively on your period. That is when we want to go really easy on our skin. Our skin's going to be a little more sensitive at this time. Holding off on all exfoliations or retinols, that would be ideal. Though you don't have to. Everyone's skin's a little bit different, but keep in mind, this is not the time to do anything extreme with your skin. Then we're going to move into our follicular phase and this is the time to go all out if you want to try any new products, if you want to try a chemical peel at a spa, if you want to go a little crazier with your exfoliation, maybe bump it up and use a more intense acid, now's the time to do it during your follicular phase. During your ovulatory phase, it's going to be the exact same thing. Keep going the same as your follicular phase. This is really when your skin is going to be feeling its absolute best. Then we move into our luteal phase. And as our progesterone starts to rise, our estrogen starts to drop. And we are going through a bit of a moment with an increased sebum and sweat production. This can very easily clog pores. So during our luteal phase, this is where we want to focus on as soon as that luteal phase starts, we want to start doing a clay or detox mask. We want to switch over if we're not using a salicylic acid on our exfoliation nights, then we want to switch over to using a salicylic acid on our exfoliation night. Be proactive during your luteal phase. Don't wait until you see the acne to start treating the acne we want to prevent it completely and if you don't remember salicylic acid is a bha beta hydroxy acid and it is the one that can act like a digger and get in there and completely clean out your pores it is oil friendly so it will actually cut through the oil whereas your ahas are your alpha hydroxy acids. those are going to be things like glycolic like, acid lactic acid And they are water-friendly, so they cannot cut through with the sebum on your skin quite like salicylic acid can. So they can't penetrate the pore and clean it out, but salicylic acid can. So if we are at a higher risk of pores getting clogged, then that is when we want to use the exfoliant that can actually cut through that oil and make sure our pores stay nice and clear. We want to make sure that we are preventing those blackheads, those whiteheads, everything that could potentially clog our pores we want to remove now if you are someone who gets cystic acne then during your luteal phase if you're not already using one try using a benzoyl peroxide treatment polish choice makes a fantastic one benzoyl peroxide will do wonders at fighting the bacteria based acne so next week we are going to talk all about acne the different types and the different treatments for it but i wanted to talk about hormonal acne first and how you can get ahead of it because a lot of adult acne that is dealt with is hormonal acne so the big things we want to do we want to pay attention to our cycle and use the right skincare for that phase and then also we want to keep stress levels low and make sure that we are nourishing our body with the proper foods for each phase of our cycle now doing this and being consistent with it hormonal acne will be a thing of the past just a reminder you cannot cure acne you can manage acne but staying on top of managing it will make it such a minimal issue. That is going to be it for today's episode. Thank you so, so much for hanging out with me today. I apologize for missing last week, but you know, no one's perfect. And we came back with an awesome episode this week instead so thank you again for joining me today. I hope to see you next Tuesday as well. We have a couple links down in the show notes, and those are going to be over to Instagram and TikTok, where I am most active on social media, and then the other two are going to be to the website Shop My Shelf, which is where you can see different shelves, if you will, of products based on different skin types and skin concerns, and these are just my favorites. Yes, they are commissionable, links. However, it is all my honest opinion about each product because I can quite literally pick from any product in the world to put on there. The other link will take you over to my consults on Shop My Shelf and this is going to be your best way to work with me. I am always working on improving my consults and I am getting ready to add in a video option for my consults. This will give you a 30-minute video chat with me so that we can talk about your skin and I can actually see your skin. There is also going to be an option that doesn't have the video chat, and of course, there is always the free mini option for those just getting started with their skincare and not quite ready to invest yet. All of those options are going to be over on the Shop My Shelf website under consults, and I look forward to being able to help you have your best skin possible. Because life is difficult, skincare shouldn't be. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will talk to you all next Wednesday. Bye.